This is the fringe. Oh, wasn't that good? Mm. Ah. Yeah. So basically, uh, I was sick last weekend. So when you get to the episode in a couple of weeks, it it it's um me just being sick the whole time, and I was oh boy, when I'm sick, I am just a wreck. Uh, and so yeah, uh, today's episode is. SO61, which of course you know because you're listening to the fringe and nobody listens to a fringe cold. And um I do have some very interesting things to say about this phone, and I will get into those as we go. And it is quite 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 an experience that I've gone through here. Um the the hype around the S10 is um It's certainly less than the iPhone 10 when it came out a year ago. But this is if you think about what an iPhone 10 could have been if Apple had waited, this is that. Um and not in the sense of you know the iOS but but of the hardware. Like this is a beautiful handset. It is when when you don't have it in a case, it just it just looks like wow. People can make that. It's it is like no phone um ever before. Um like when it's not in its I so I, I always have my phones in a red case, free brand free free advertising, free branding. Um it's just it's just gorgeous. I mean the the, the screen falls off to the sides just a little bit. Um the black framing though that the iPhones have, um that's still here, which I love. So, so I I feel like I never noticed if there was a black frame on the note. So that's why I'm I'm saying that it's back here. This does have a little bit of a a, a chin. Wow, just what a beautiful phone! And of course, we'll talk more about this during the show. And I just wanted to say hello to everybody during the fringe here because I feel like I've been away and I have not been around to say hello to everybody. Uh, and you know, it almost sounds like I'm doing this live, and I'm not. But you know, uh, I, uh, it turns out I like talking. Turns out, I mean, who knew, right? Uh, so I've got my notes, as far as I can tell, ready. I've got uh, Reaper here, uh, armed. I've got um, copious amounts of Diet Coke and some water and some uh, Powerade, just in case I am feeling like I need it. Um, and I and I don't know. Uh, for those that don't know, because this is in the future from the past in the present, which is how we record some shows here, I have been busily working for the past week or so uh, on various projects for work and and my other work and the third work. And so with all of those things combined, my voice has been basically shot um, between the cold, between the three uh, work events that I've attended in the past week or so. I am decimated in terms of voice output. So if this sounds unusually raspy or deep or otherwise odd, that's why. Anyway, I think I'm going to just get into the show here because I want to get this recorded before I have to <laughs> do it again for the, um, what's that other show called? In Boot Camp, number nine, I believe. Um, okay, well, thanks for listening to the five-minute rambling 
uh, Fringe. I I uh, always appreciate your donation of time. And um, of course, you know, if you're listening to the Fringe, I suppose that means you um, totally didn't use Patreon, and instead you just um, did the thingamajig called predictive. I mean, hu- human cognition. That's what you did, and you just guessed the URL because, you know, to be honest, I'm kind of tired of the fringes being paywalled. I'm kind of tired of having, like, the fact that we have to do manual work to make this fringe thing happen, it's just not worth it. Like, can we just get rid of that now? It's just a waste of time. Anyway, I'm going to get going here, and I will see you in a bit. Oh, my gosh. I did it. I finally ended the show. Oh, my gosh. Oh. So I missed a couple of things. But I don't care. Um So since you're in the fringe and you'll listen to this, hey. So the couple of things I'll mention are, um, there's a, so you know how bands on phones now, like the edges, the rim, well, that aluminum is actually part of the antenna system, and this has been done since the iPhone 4, of course. It might have been even done before that, but just nobody cared back then, and nobody knew. But now everybody knows that the bands are used for this purpose. Well, this phone in particular has a band right at the top of the phone, a band separator. So usually these phones have these, um, you know, the steel or aluminum bands or whatever the case might be that just wrap around the phone. But occasionally you'll see this little piece of plastic that kind of separates the um, two sections of metal in some particular way. And so those separations are there to isolate the individual antennas from each other. And so that means that this phone has one, two, okay, uh, one, two, three, four, four antennas that go around its physical outside structure. Now, that would be totally fine. I have no problem whatsoever with that. Wait, nope, I miscounted one, Two, three, wait. One, two, three, four. It has five physical segments around the band. So four dividers. One, two, three, four, five. Wait. Two, three. Okay, yeah. So five five segments. So what I'll say about that though is there's a really annoying placement on one of the particular dividers. It's right at the top and it's not centered um with the speaker grill or the screen. It's off center. It's right next to the SIM tray. And I see it uh my case hides the the, the band of the phone almost completely, but I see the the um the edge of the band uh, from a profile view and the edge of the band is uniform except at each point where there's one of these dividers and annoyingly the divider at the top of the phone is not centered 
whereas all of the dividers on the edge of the phones are either aligned with each other or properly symmetrical in some other way, whereas this particular band on the top of the phone that divides the top antennas apart is not center, it's off-center, and I think it's a piece of dirt every single time I see it and I try to wipe it away, and then I realize, oh, I'm doing it again, and I stop, and it is obnoxious. So, yeah, that's that's the deal. Um, you know, I didn't talk about decks at all. Decks, I haven't used decks. I'm probably never going to use decks. It, there's just no point. Um, you know, performance on this phone, it's good. Nothing to say there. Uh, updates, there are never updates for Android phones. A joke, though. Here, I'll tell you a joke. I got this phone uh, a, a, a week ago, Friday. So this is being recorded on the 16th, which means I got it on the 8th. So, the S9 Plus, I mean, the S, the Note 9, uh, was uh, for the unlocked model, which always gets its releases last because it has to work on every carrier, received its update to, to Pi and One UI on the 11th Monday. So, it is a joke that, historically, I will always have the next version of Android and One UI, or whatever UI is currently being offered, before the official release of the unlocked model that I have from the previous generation, because Samsung s- decides to bend backwards for the carriers and let them delay the process. Um, okay, then, I guess. Um, let's see here. No touch whiz, flavors, things, S Pen. So according to my notes here, I didn't know if the camera was good or bad on the Note, and it's true, I still can't tell. Uh, quick charging is fine. The Bixby button is good. Um, so I had multiple people hold my phones. Uh, I brought the S9, or I mean the Note 9 and the S10 Plus in to work, and they held both, and they said, wow, this 10 is so much smaller and so much lighter. It is truly a lighter phone, and I think it might be that aluminum band that sort of contributes to that, but it might also be internal changes. Um, audio jack, ports, battery. Battery's good, but I would still say, it's, like, last time I said that it's, um, last time I said that a full week of usage should be enough for it to learn your patterns, I am, I'm gonna hope that after two weeks it will have finally figured out my patterns enough to op- be optimized. Because I wrote here in my previous review that I am consistently ending my days with about 40%. Whereas though this time with the S10, I am ending my days with about 30%. Although I have, I've been using this for about a month last time when I wrote the review. So uh, a month of learning time versus a week, you know, there could be some optimizations there. I just don't know. Um, yeah, so, you know, review or review, I would say this was totally uh, a reasonable experience. Um, yeah, wow, like, this was great. I am a big fan. I, um, yeah, big fan. Yeah, just, like, totally good. Um, let me, uh, just open a calculator really quick. Calculator. Uh, uh, uh. So I paid maybe $600 for the note, uh, whereas I paid $508 for this. And it's because Samsung, for some reason, encourages all of these retailers to 
give an extraordinarily good trade-in value. I don't know. I don't know why Samsung has these trading values the way they do. Is it so that old phones don't pollute the market and so that um, they can control the supply of old phones so that people don't resell it themselves and they get those off the street and so people are more encouraged to buy a new phone in the first place? Um, are they just trying to 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 um, effectively buy sales through replacement, through proxy? So would like the phone market phone market is saturated everybody who has a smartphone is everybody who would have bought a smartphone has a smartphone now it's not like we are in 2012 now where you know still half of u.s adults don't have smartphones pretty much everybody who has one will have one um so maybe is it this time that we are thinking that if we if Samsung doesn't have a method to drive sales of the phone, its sale through rate will look suppressed and it will, um, you know, the division or whoever could be, you know, in, in some business turmoil because the handset rates are, are down. And so they give this credit back. Could you really sell an S nine plus today for $550? I feel like it would be a hard sell to sell <laughs> hard sell to sell a hard thing to do to sell a phone for even 550 yourself, let alone as a business to sell for what? $600. Cause there's gotta be some like refurb or cleaning thing they would have to do to it. Right? So you figure $600 and yet why wouldn't you just pay for 750 to get a new S 10 E if you were looking for a cheap phone? Uh, something just doesn't add up. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's great that they keep doing it, but it is unlikely to continue in this way. Um, but as long as it does, I will keep flipping my Samsung phones. I would love, though, as I mentioned during the show, to add the uh, Pixel 4 into my lineup. Because while I do love the Samsung phones, it might be time to actually diversify a little bit and get a different phone. I have been talking for literally an hour now, and I am thirsty, even though I've had liquids. I am tired, and, um, you know, it was a fun review. It was okay. I was talking a lot. Um, yeah, I didn't say every single thing, but I got most of it. I'm pretty pretty happy with that. Um, yeah. So I uh, used Reaper to record this, which means my editing process will take a little bit longer, but it, it should be okay. All the practice I get always helps anyway. So anyway, thanks for listening, uh, all you fringe listeners and Ian Arbuck and Andrew Bailey. It has been fun. I'm going to go get a drink and take a nap and pet a cute dog. Have a good one. Watch out for cars. Today in live recording the fringe in post edit. Uh, hi again. Uh, I thought I should uh, give some post commentary. So I edited the entire episode now. I just put together the fringe episode. And you know, it's been about a day since I did all of that. I recorded yesterday morning. I've edited last night and this morning and this afternoon and now this evening. And um, wow, you know, uh, you have to really get used to different modes of editing. 
with Reaper. Um, so this is sort of a mini review hot take kind of thing on Reaper editing. Um, Reaper's cool. So there are two, there are sort of kind of two modes that you kind of have to get used to. It's called the ripple edit per track and all track modes. And so the, those two modes, what they mean is, so let's say you highlight some audio wave form and you're like, well, what do I do with this? Well, you have the choice to split it. And if you split it, that just means it becomes an independently controllable item. Or you can delete it and or you can move it or you can do other things. So unlike audacity, 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 unlike audacity, you can actually preserve audio in different ways. It, it's all, all audio is preserved. You never actually mutate the waveform itself. You just run it through algorithms over and over and over again, kind of in sequential order. But this doesn't necessarily have to be sequential, actually, either. But more on that the next time. So I have on the main episode um, a whole track dedicated to auto-ducking, basically. So the um, the intro, of course, auto-ducks. Um, I don't know if I'm actually able to play, um, and I don't know what you'd hear. I'm not going to do it. Um, well, actually, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, so the the whole episode has this auto duck track on it, and so if I put in any audio in there, I don't have to reduck. And if I move any of the tracks to you know um, make it sound better, or during the editing I want to delete an um or an ah, uh, or during editing I want to have a few extra seconds of pause for the uh, bombshell that uh, you should buy this phone. Um, you know, depending on what I want to do with the edit, I would have to, in Audacity, reduck uh, if there were audio underneath. And in Reaper, you don't have to do that. The track is just always there. And if I move the audio above the source track, or if I move the audio below the music track, it will always redo it during, um, you know, playback time locally. And then, of course, at rendering time for output. And that's really cool. Um, but back to the two modes thing, like, so there's there's a difference between doing a solo show, which is what this episode was, versus doing um, a combo episode, uh, for example, with Matt during in boot camp. And wow, that is a totally different kind of editing pattern because on on um, all edit on all ripple mode, if you delete some audio from a top track, it will ripple through to all tracks beneath it. And so if you if you want to get rid of an um, you have to be a little bit more careful. Because if somebody was, if you ummed during somebody else, somebody else's talking time, well, you might not get to remove that as as easily, and that 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 is due to in part of preserving the um, the timestamp, you know, ratios. Now there is a third mode, which is neither no ripple, no ripple, ripple mode off. Ripple mode off means you can do whatever you want to any track independently. And as long as you don't move the tracks, you can get rid of an um, below or above or whatever you need to do. So in all these modes, it's totally okay. And I just thought it was interesting and something I should comment on because, wow, Audacity is like, I felt so confident in Audacity. I could edit an episode in 30 minutes back in the good old days of ATN or any episode, really. Like, it was just slam it in there, edit the show and call it good. But now this thing, this thing encourages encourages you to be like thoughtful and actually have some artist artistic standards, um, and it's cool. It's fun. The other thing I hate about 
Reaper right now. And I and I know I have the choice of remapping it. I know it could just be done. But um by default, the scroll wheel candles zoom. And it is so frustrating for the scroll wheel to handle zoom instead of Audacity's by default and much more intuitive in my opinion left and right scrolling and so to left and right scroll you have to hold down uh alt to uh left and right scroll and then even then scrolling up goes right and scrolling down goes left which is the opposite of how i would think about left and right map to spatial directions up and down anyway that's the fa- that's that's the plan that's that's all the fun talk here i have for today it has been fun. Um, you know, I need my own podcast. I need my I need my own talk show. Turns out, like, all I want to do today is talk for the last three days. Um and um yeah, gotta work on that. Anyway, have a good one. Watch out for cars. I'll see you next time.